Hey there, fellow travelers of the Junlin Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Junlin Waste podcast, the TJW podcast for May 30th, 2023. It's the end of May. It's the start of the summer season. Hope everybody, at least here in the, in, in the United States where we are uh, recording right now, had a good Memorial Day weekend. It's sort of like the unofficial start of summer here. Uh, and I hope everybody else around the world was having a wonderful weekend as well. Uh, yes, once again, I have been a little bit delayed in putting out some of my podcasts, but I am back here today, and hopefully this is signs of uh, a good summer upswing of uh, some some more frequent podcasts here at the Traveling the Gentleman Waste podcast here. Uh, before I begin, I uh, just wanted to mention this little bit of news, uh, a little bit of shocking news that came out a couple weeks ago. Um, the passing of uh, actor Ray Stevenson. Um, really sad, sad news, actually. Um, he had just been uh, recently in April at Star Wars Celebration. And uh, from all reports and from what I've seen, he was so excited to be able to be talking about his role in Ahsoka later this August. Um, he plays a dark Jedi in the uh, show named Balin Skull. Um, we've seen a couple of those photos of him with his lightsaber. Lightsaber. It looks like an orangish, yellowish lightsaber. Uh, we're told not too much information about this character except the fact that he is a dark Jedi, uh, which would have made him really interesting to see uh, a character like that move along in a series. But we'll see what uh, what role he plays in Ahsoka. But still, pretty 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 sad to uh, to, to to know that uh, he was only 58 years old. <laughs> really really young. For, for such a situation like this to happen. Um, many of us know him or recognize him as Volstagg, as uh, one of the Warriors 3 in the uh, in the Thor and Avenger movies. Uh, he also was did some voice acting as well, too, for Gaer Saxon in uh, the Rebels and Clone Wars animated series. He was that, that Mandalorian, that human Mandalorian under Darth Maul, who was uh, commanding those Mandalorians, if you remember that storyline. I mean, he, he, has a, he had a very, very full career. I mean, he, he had so many different roles uh, on screen and off screen, but it's um, just very sad that, uh, you know, got someone that young um, to pass away at that age. Uh, we will see him. Like I said, he, he did finish his, uh, his work that he did on that uh, first season of Ahsoka, but uh, it's just a shame that we're not going to be able to uh, see where his character is able to move from there. So, um, unfortunately, like I said, these things, unfortunately, do happen at times. But uh, I do hope that uh, we're all going to get some enjoyment from from uh, his last work that he did. Um, one of those last bits of work being his uh, his, his role on the, uh, the Ahsoka series coming to Disney Plus this August. Uh, so we'll be obviously checking that out. Um, other news coming out of this on a little bit of a happier note. Uh, can you believe it's the f- it's it, we passed the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi? Isn't that amazing? Uh, to think that uh, re- that all the uh, original trilogy movies are 40 plus years or older. Um, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing that we got this far. Pretty amazing that we still have so many of the. Uh, original actors and creators and writers who have been on who were on the uh as part of that original trilogy saga who are still with us which is wonderful to 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 hear 
Um, did you do anything for uh, the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi? Did you break out the, uh, the, the, the DVD or the Blu-ray or just hit it onto Disney Plus and uh, sit around and watch with the family? I know some places did have um, a 40th anniversary release of it on the actual day itself in movie theaters. So that was probably fun for those who, who went. Um, if you did, let us know. I would love to hear what the experience was like, uh, especially because, so, you know, for, for anybody listening to this podcast and anybody who's a, who's a real Star Wars fan, you know, we know these movies like the back of our hand. So we, uh, it's, it, no, it's no, no, it's no skin of our back when we throw the movie in on Disney Plus or put the DVD in or the Blu-ray. Uh, we just watch it and we just, you know, enjoy it no matter when we want to watch it. But to go back into the theater to see it on the silver screen and to be sitting there with the popcorn and the soda and your buddies and everything sitting around you in the theater. Um, I wonder how that was like. What was that was like? So, uh, you know, if if you did go on that, let us know what your experience was like going back to see uh, Jedi in the, uh, in the theater. I would love to hear more about it. Anybody buy any swag? God, there just was so much swag coming out uh, for the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Sometimes I feel that Return of the Jedi gets a little bit overshadowed by by Empire. Um, first, of course, I mean, I, I think most, if you're talking, let's just keep it to original trilogy. Uh, most people are going to, like I think, say that Empire is their, certainly their, their, their favorite movie out of the trilogy. Uh, following that would be uh, A New Hope, and following that would be Return of the Jedi. Not to say that, they, 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 I mean, all of them are great. I'd put them all at number one. But uh, it's, I, I think most people would put Jedi as uh, their final favorite uh, in that list. But uh, so sometimes I feel like Return of the Jedi gets a little bit, you know, overshadowed by the other two movies in the original trilogy. Uh, but it's still such a wonderful, wonderful movie to watch. Um, one of the things I did notice is how many of the original actors who played Ewoks in the movie um, have been have been making appearances at, at conventions. Um, it is so wonderful to see a lot of them coming out and being able to. You know, talk about their experiences being there in the Redwood Forest in California, you know, donning their, their Ewok costumes and, and having a part in defeating the Empire. So um, I'm hoping that uh, it's some of the conventions I'm going to in, in the coming months, namely Fan Expo Boston and, and Rhode Island Comic Con, that we're going to get the uh, opportunity to have some of these actors uh, come in and be able to speak about their experiences at, these, at those conventions. I do have a autograph from uh, Warwick Davis, which is uh, you know nice, nice eight by ten that I got from his website of uh, him in his uh, as dressed as or, or costumed as Wicket, as in that first encounter that he has with uh, Leia there on Endor. Uh, but one other, one other actor who portrayed an Ewok that I would love to get the opportunity to meet is uh, Kevin Edward Thompson. He did. He, him and his wife were both in, I, I believe so. Tracy was also there as well, too. Um, they authored uh, the book My Journey to Endor. So, uh, you know, they have a full book about their experiences uh, being on Return of the Jedi. And probably, I, I don't know too much about the book, but uh, I would imagine they not only talk about their experiences, you know, in the movie, but pro probably I would imagine, you know, what, what, what life is like, you know, post-Return of the Jedi for them. Uh, in 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 and in, in being able to to speak about their experiences on that movie. So, like I said, hopefully they're going to be making appearances a little bit more. I know they're. I, I think these guys are all like on either either in England or on the West Coast, or but hopefully they're going to become making make, making some rounds in the uh, in the northeastern uh, United States area, so that I get the opportunity <laughs> to be able to uh, shake their hand and be able to chat with them a little bit about uh, their experiences on the set. 
Um, there is also a great book coming out in uh, the not so in the not so distant future. From a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. This is the third in a series of these great from a certain point of view books which have come out. I actually got the uh, the audiobook for The Empire Strikes Back and I read most of the first uh, from a certain point of view Star Wars. Uh, they take little snippets from the movies and basically turn it on its head not turn on its head but you know you get a different literally a a certain point of view they find like maybe a character that isn't uh really you know looked at or you don't get their perspective in the movie and you look at the story uh, in the scene where they are from that perspective um there is one i mean gosh we just saw from uh watching Mandalorian, you know, our, how, how much R5-D4, you know, has a role in that series. But you also get, from a certain point of view, uh, what he was thinking and what, what this droid was thinking as they were standing there, him and R2 were standing there uh, waiting to be purchased by Luke and Uncle Owen in Episode Four. So it takes that type of perspective from it. There's one, and I know I remember in, in The New Hope, uh, you get a perspective inside the garbage compactor uh, with a Dianoga. That creature that that Luke is grabbed by and is pulled under under all that guck, but uh, so and I hear I mean I haven't gone through the entire Empire Strikes Back uh, audiobook, but I hear there's a perspective bot from like a Tauntaun. Um, just some interesting ways of looking at our uh, you know this original trilogy series and taking it uh, from a, a different perspective and, and even taking a different perspective. Now that we're you know in a Disney era. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the books, or I should say, a lot of the stories in the in in these books, um, I would say, is taking place from a certain point of view. Now that it's no longer like you know just just a Lucasfilm entity, but also from a Disney entity, which is which is going to be including, um, you know, taking these stories from the from the canonical stories as opposed to looking at it from the former expanded universe. So um, that's pretty interesting, and I believe that the Return of the Jedi, from a certain point of view, uh, Return of the Jedi is going to be. Re- least at the end of August. I believe it's August 29th. So I think I'm going to pick this one up, uh, you know, as, as you know, at, when, when it comes out. I was going to be waiting on it just to see, like, you know, what, what, what the reviews are. But um, I'm, I'm really itching to see uh, for some, for, you know, I, like I said, it's, it, maybe it's because we're in this 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi that I feel like the, the, the ROTJ bug has bit me. So I'm sort of like, uh, you know, really, really hankering for some, uh, some Return of the Jedi uh, EU. So uh, I'll keep that in mind, and maybe you will too. Uh, this August here, when you're uh, you know you're finishing up your summer season uh, on the beach, maybe you still have another beach uh, trip or two. Uh, you know, at that time of the year, August 29th, and you want to pick up a book to take for your your final uh, you know trips to the beach that season or wherever you what you plan to do, maybe over like Labor Day weekend. Uh, knock off that book. So just something to keep in mind and to put maybe put on your Barnes and Noble or Amazon like you know pre-orders. And speaking of books as well too, um, you know I was going to talk a little bit more about uh, the uh, the comics. <laughs> you know I had gone into my local uh, Newberry Comics here in southeastern New England and I was looking at the rack of all the Star Wars comic books. And part of me was really happy to see that there's just so much Star Wars, you know, story content coming out. Uh, in the comics, at the same, and I think I must have mentioned this before, but at the same time, it is really overwhelming how many storylines there are. Um, I was looking at some of them. I, I sort of have... <laughs> 
I, I sort of have given up a little bit on, on the High Republic era. Maybe it's because uh, it's just so much of it and I just don't have the time to pull it all together to be able to like follow all the different storylines. Um, I tried going back into that first book, Light of the Jedi. Um, I tried it actually on, on audiobook. I thought maybe that would help out a lot because uh, you get like the sound effects and, and, and the music. And um, I got through some of it um but I, I haven't gone back to the to the rest of it um the story is just like i said it, I, I tried reading it. it the story wasn't pulling me in i tried reading it again or through the audiobook and and i just i i'm not feeling it so i sort of put i've, I've decided to put the high republic a little bit on the back burner for now <laughs> maybe i'll make another uh, you know the good old college try uh one more time later on uh sometime this year but um it just made me think that that maybe maybe the comics are not. Uh, I'm gonna have to put those on 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 the uh, on the side for a bit. Uh, I am, however, noticing that uh, we are getting a plethora of what the uh, the publishers are calling the Essential Legends Collection, which is uh, you know all these stories from the original uh, expanded universe. These Essential Legends. Um, they're rebranding them. They're giving nice new covers on them, new cover art. Um, going back to some of these stories, which are considered essential, I, I guess, to the old expanded universe. Some of them that are coming out uh, this in the in the coming months is, is pretty interesting. They they actually finished uh, by by October this year. Um, they're going to finish having the entire Old Republic, uh, you know, four book tri four book saga all set. Revan deceived, Fatal Alliance, and Annihilation. Um, you can get Revan and Deceived right now. In August, you get Fatal Alliance, and uh, in October, there'll be Annihilation. Uh, the entire Darth Bane trilogy is out there already, so that's that's good. Um, from Clone Wars, uh, you do have Shatterpoint, which is I think I believe that was maybe the first Essential Legends uh, title to come out. Uh, but uh, just a week or so ago, you had Yoda, Dark Rendezvous, really good story uh, that takes place in the uh, the Attack of the Clones era and with uh, you know a, a story of Yoda and Count Dooku. Um, I haven't gone back to that story in a long time, and I, I think I might go back to it just to refresh my because I remember reading it the first time, and I really enjoyed that story. Uh, the Republic Commando series by Karen Travis. Uh, all those four books, you have like three Republic Commandos and an Order 66 book um, coming out. So uh, the first one called Hard Contact, that one uh, came out also about a week ago. And then you have Triple Zero and True Colors coming out later on this year. Triple Zero in August, August 15th, and True Colors in October 24th of 2023 and then at the beginning of 2024 in february 2024 you get the uh, order 66 uh book as well too um they're continuing that x-wing rogue squadron series uh which a lot of you know a lot of great star wars fans really enjoy it i never really got into the x-wing rogue squadron series it was so very focused on rogue squadron and while it there's some great stories in there. Um, it just never pulled me in as much as it would a, a Jedi or a Sith tale. But uh, they still are cranking these things out. Uh, the last one, I believe, came out um, in November of this past year. I believe it was the third or fourth. I think it was the fourth book, the Back to War book. 
previous titles that came out were Rogue Squadron, Wedge's Gamble, Kratos Trap, and this is the back in the back to War came out in November, and I believe in February, Wraith Squadron comes out as well too. We know, of course, that the Thrawn trilogy was put out, uh, and you can get all three of those uh, books as well too. Really great to see those with the new cover art. Uh, you can also get it as a box set as well too, so that's nice. Some other ones which are coming out last week as well too, Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void. I might pick this one up. Uh, they say never judge a book by its cover, but the cover art is really cool in my opinion. <laughs> and I really like this one. And uh, my good friend, uh, for, you know, you know, the, who's, uh, you know, taking a little bit of sabbatical here from the uh, the TJW podcast, uh, Dan, uh, I, I believe he read this book a, co- a couple of years ago and he really enjoyed it. So I think I might be picking that one up as well, too. Uh, following that in February of 2024, you get the Knight Errant, which is really cool. That's Akira Holt. Uh, Darth Plagueis, you know, that came out, uh, that, that's already out as well as Shadow Hunter. I actually, uh, I actually got the, uh, the audiobook for it, the new audiobook with Sam Witwer, um, reading that, uh, great novel. As we know, he is the, uh, the voice of, uh, Darth Maul in the, uh, the Clone Wars and in Rebels. So, uh, it, I, I haven't got it. I've, I've, re- I've listened to some of it, but, uh, I, I've got to, I've got to finish that because it is really, really good and great story. Such a good story. I might even pick up the paperback as well too and put me and add that to my bookshelf. Um, other ones which have also come out here, which don't really have, like, they're sort of like one-shot stories. Are um, you know Kenobi, which I got I got autographed by uh, John Jackson Miller. That was great. Death Troopers. Uh, I never really was into zombie stories, so I probably would keep this off of my list. But I know a lot of Star Wars fans are great horror and zombie uh, fans as well too, so they probably would like that. Other ones which are coming out later this year, uh, in August, you have the Outbound Flight Story by Timothy Zahn. I might get that one because there's a gr- the cover art for that is really cool. It has, uh, you know, some. it looks like you got Thrawn there on the, on the cover, and it's really a cool story that's sort of like the backstory to, to the original Thrawn trilogy. So that might be something I might be picking up. Uh, the very famous Courtship of Princess Leia. That's coming out in October, as well as I, Jedi, that first-person Jedi story. Uh, that will be out as well, too. There was some, it was, I always thought that I, Jedi got, was either, was, 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 was very lukewarm, uh, in a sense. Uh, I read some of it. I didn't complete it. Maybe I should complete it before I give it, like, a full, a full store, a full, like, review. But, uh, yeah, some, some people really like I, Jedi, and some people are, I think, a little bit lukewarm on it. Uh, Survivor's Quest by Timothy Zahn as well, too, comes out in August as well, too. That's the continuation of, uh, of a story that takes, the, I think, the story that takes place after the Hand of Throne duology books, uh, which I got a feeling they're going to probably made into Essential uh, Legends as well, too. So those are some of the books there that, uh, you know, I was thinking about. Um, as I'm thinking about, like I said, like uh, the, the comics right now, or at least the the, the more the, the more current comics, I'm, I'm not really feeling them. Uh, maybe next month I'm going to go through a little bit more closely, just as I did here for this Essential Legends uh, collection uh, book uh, book list here. Maybe I'll go through some of the. Uh, Maybe the essential stuff that you gotta have on your uh, on your shelf uh, for for uh, you know from from back in the EU times with the uh, with the comics. Then um, I think I and I've told this before on the podcast. Uh, they're putting on hold that uh, great big omnibus that they're gonna have uh, the Thrawn the Thrawn trilogy as well as the Dark Empire trilogy. 
Um, first time I think those two stories are bounded up together in one volume. Uh, it was supposed to come out, I believe, this September, but I think it's on hold until 2024. Um, that is one I'm definitely going to be getting. Uh, because that's a volume two, I may have to get the first volume, volume one of the New Republic uh, omnibus, just so I looks great on the shelf. Um, some good stories in there too, especially if you like if you like uh, Mara Jade stories by Timothy Zahn, and I believe there's still there's also in there some X-wing uh, Rogue Squadron stories as well too. Uh, other things I just wanted to quickly mention here, uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to be going to Fan Expo uh, Boston as well as rely on Comic-Con. Uh, I did pull the trigger on <laughs> getting the autographs, uh, my autograph tickets for uh, Rosario Dawson and for Vivian Lyra Blair. Uh, you know, as we know, Rosario Dawson, Ahsoka Tano, I can't wait. Uh, I got the, I, I, you know, I, I had to pull the trigger on that one. I mean, how often are you going to be able to meet, you know, the star of Ahsoka right before it hits Disney Plus? So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm very happy that I picked up the, uh, the autograph ticket uh, for Rosario Dawson, and as well too, as you know, that I'm a huge fan of the Obi Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus. And I'm happy that the first uh, the first actress that I'm going to get to uh, be able to sign an autograph for me from that series is Vivian Lara Blair, who played young Princess Leia in that series, and she did a fabulous job there. Uh, I have my 11 by 14 photos all set, ready to go. They're in their uh, you know their 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 semi-rigid uh, hard like holders until uh, until convention time. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Speaking of around Comic-Con, I did mention that as well, too. But those two autograph guests, like I said, th- those are the two big Star Wars uh, you know, autographs I'm going to be getting. Possibly, possibly thinking of getting uh, Emily Swallow to sign something from uh, Mandalorian. And I keep keep hoping that maybe Katie Sackhoff will be making an appearance as well, too, uh, at Fan Expo Boston. But we will see. Uh, for Rhode Island Comic-Con, I was thrilled about this. Ahmed Best is coming back to Ryan Comic-Con. He was there last year. I was in the line for his autograph, uh, but it was after I had already, I think, gone a little bit over my budget at the time. <laughs> Uh, at the convention there uh, my, my my son and my good friend Ronan were there and we were uh, in line and I was like I, I can't do it guys uh, to their credit they, they they were like come on come on here I'll, I'll, uh, I'll help chip in for it and I was like no 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 you can't do that you can't do that but uh, the, the great news he's coming back uh, and uh, I'll just say it right here he, it, it, for, for an autograph it is it is very affordable these days it is a $40 autograph for Ahmed Best so how how can you go wrong with that in fact I might even be getting two of them just because uh, I would like to get one of him as Jar Jar and uh, the other one as his appearance on the Mandalorian uh, his 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 portrayal as the Jedi uh, Kelleran Beck uh, you know, rescuing Grogu from Order 66. Uh, I might have to get two autographs that day from him. One in, like I said, one Jazz Jar Jar and one is Keller and Beck. So, uh, really looking forward to that. So glad he's coming back to Rhode Island. I just want, I mean, more than anything else, yes, the autographs are going to be great to have, but I just want to be able to shake the guy's hand and be able to chat with him for a few moments as well, too. So, uh, looking forward to that in November. Gosh, you know, we haven't started summertime. We're always we're already talking about uh, that uh, Rhode Island Comic Con in November. But that's great. Some, some things to look forward to. Other Star Wars actors who are going to be there at Rhode Island Comic Con this year. Anthony Daniels, C-3PO, Kerry Jones. Met Kerry Jones last year. My son was so excited to, to meet him. Kersantan from the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, other ones who are going to be there. Carl Weathers from The Mandalorian. Oh, my gosh. Carl Weathers. How could you not be excited about that? 
Krefgar got an Apollo Creed. Gosh, I, I, I might have to, I might, I might have to get that one too, but don't know yet. Uh, Daniel Logan, young Boba Fett, he's going to be there as well too. Just announced actually this, this past week here, Katie O'Brien, who plays the Com Imperial Communication Officer, Elia Kane, as well as she was in you also if i just realized this because i just saw this over the weekend on disney plus on uh ant-man quantum media she plays the character of gentora so she's going to be there at rhode island comic-con as well too uh who else ming na wen now she's only there on that saturday but uh you know she played fennec shan on uh book of boba fett and mandalorian and uh, this is not an actor, but I would say the greatest, <laughs> the greatest Star Wars uh, artist out there, uh, Mr. Dave Dorman. I, I I met him a couple of years ago around Comic Con, and I'm so happy he's coming back again to uh, make another appearance here. I'd love to see more of his art. Gosh, I am so hoping, I am so hoping that maybe, maybe he could be convinced to uh, to to make into print this great Kylo Ren Ray. Snoke print that he uh, this this painting he did a couple of years ago. I would love to see that as 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 the print. I have his BB-8 and his I would say the the, the Ray BB-8 uh, you know Force Awakens uh, image that he did. Uh, but he's always gosh, there's not one Star Wars character that he has painted that ha that I haven't sat there and I've been like wow. <laughs> so uh, looking forward to seeing him again. Hoping to picking up some art from him as well too. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say here today on this episode of the Traveling Gentleman Ways podcast. What is on your mind this summer, Star Wars-wise? Yes, of course, we're all thinking about Ahsoka, but uh, what are your convention plans? Do you have any plans to be meeting any of the Star Wars actors or creators uh, this, this summer here? Or maybe you're just relaxing a little bit with some good Star Wars books and comics or, or, or stuff that's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I haven't seen the new Visions uh, series yet. Um, not exactly my cup of tea, but uh, I would love to hear if uh, we have some listeners out there who enjoyed that uh, series, or maybe if you didn't, tell me why you didn't enjoy the series. Um, you know, we're all looking forward to Ahsoka, but I know there's still some great stuff there on uh, Disney Plus under the Star Wars tab that you can uh, that you can check out. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear what are your Star Wars summer plans. I'd love to hear more about it. If you want to let me know, send me a message. Send me a message on the Traveling the Jungle Waste podcast Facebook page. Send me a message from there, and I would love to hear what you're up to. That is all for now. Hope everybody is having a wonderful start to their summer, and I will talk to you soon. Have a good one, all.